She's country. And he's cooter. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. It's free. There is creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Site. We have a chat box. You can just type in your message in the chat box. Or lifeinjesuschrist.online.church. We have church services nightly. Yeah, the schedule is posted on the site. And you can also put in your prayer request there during the inspirational watch party slash chat services. Thank you. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We ask for to receive grace for today, for this week, for the task that you have coming up. Heavenly Father, I declare a victory over my life. Victory, because we're more than conquerors. Victory in Jesus. Victory, God. This is your year of victory. And we say enough is enough. We need more victory. More victory. So much victory, God, like the world's never seen. Victory. We call it, we call it so. 
We call it the time of victory, the season of victory, the agenda of victory, the victory agenda, in Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> the Holy Ghost passed it to and guide us. And, and, and put the right people and the right stuff in our ear. Put the right people in our contact. Let the right people come before us. Jesus' mighty name. Yes. And we ask that you open the eyes of everyone under the sound of our voice. Yes. Give them wisdom and revelation. Let yes. them turn to you and walk to you as your disciples and commit their lives even more to your ways, Jesus. Yes. Let them come in. Lord, let them understand that, that, that you know, your, your arms are open right now. Let them see you. Let them see that they do not have to live the life that is being forced upon them. But that you have your, your arms are open, God. Jesus. Your blood speaks a better word for our future. It speaks a victorious word. And we say, let it be. Let it be according to your word. Yes. And for those who don't know Christ or who want to recommit their lives to Christ, let them do so. And if you need help with baptisms yeah. or you need prayer, just reach out to us at daltonteen100 at gmail.com or just reach out with the links we provide you. We will help you get baptized if you need to be baptized. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise Jesus. The Lord has put 1 Corinthians 13 on my heart today. Let's go there. And see what the Holy Spirit has to say through me today. The excellence of love. If I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I become sounding brass or a clanging symbol. Tongues of men and tongues of angels. It is important for us to have our prayer language. We get baptized with the Holy Spirit. We get baptized in water. We accept Christ. And speaking in tongues helps us stay edified so we can help, so we can help others and walk victoriously through the trials, through our trials on the earth. If you want your prayer language, you don't have your prayer language, reach out to me. I will help you and pray that you get your prayer language. 
the father says, if you've been evil, give gifts to your children. What makes you think he won't give good gifts to us? And I'm paraphrasing it. But he wants to give us the gift it's in Luke, of, the, of his Holy Spirit. So. I can speak in tongues of men and angels. If I have not love. It's like wasted noise. Verse 2. And if I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. So even though we may have a gift of prophecy, like I have a gift of prophetic dreams. God speaks to me through dreams. Some people call it the dreamer anointing or Joseph anointing. I prefer not to interpret dreams because I want you to seek the Holy Spirit to interpret the dreams yourself that you have. Because it's God who helps you interpret your dreams. Even though I have this gift, if I have love, I am nothing. Verse 3. And if I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and if I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profited me nothing. So I said, on this verse, I was like, hold on, Jesus. So what does this look like? I'm giving to the poor. I'm giving my body to be burned. And I don't have love in that. It profited me nothing. And he gave me an example. So I've seen people in situations like at home and shelters, um, food banks, they work there. They don't want to be there. But they have to have to like, oh, I have to serve this person. You know, this is my job for now. They can go on about their business. You know, here's your food back. Rude, which is not a fruit of the spirit, by the way. Kindness is the fruit of the spirit. Kindness is love. Rude and just really just don't care. They're just there just to be there, just to get over it. You know, this is this is my service, you know, this is my time that I have to serve to do others. So I'm like, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. What about body to be burned? Okay. You want to go through fire and you don't have love, how is that? Well, just look at today's world, folks. Look at the terrorists. They believe that they can be killed and do suicide bombings and doing all this in the name of whatever they're doing it in, hating others, 
discriminating against others. All in the name of some doctrine. God forbid. They're being burned with that suicide bomb. But they don't have love. It profited them nothing. When they go to the other side, they'll still be burning. And they had to face Jesus and God in the judgment. Come on now. So, verse 4. Love suffereth long and is kind. Love envieth not. Love vaunteth not itself and is not puffed up. That's what I was saying before about the fruit of the Spirit and being kind. Being patient, not envying your brother or sister, not being puffed up. So let me tell you something about myself. Since this is the theme of this sermon is overcoming by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So, mm. The blood of the Lamb. Let's, let's talk about the blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb. What do we have in the salvation of Jesus? I looked up sozo, salvation, the Greek term. I looked it up in BLB and in the Strong's. We have protection of our life. We have healing and we we have escaped from eternal judgment. Eternal judgment. That's what we have in the blood of Jesus. In saying this, I want to say I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. No matter who you are, what you've done, what your sexual orientation is, it is my job to love you. Because I can't love you that I am nothing. Love does not behave itself unseemingly. Let's stop right there. Whew. Now, this is something that I have struggled with for a long time. I've been here 44 years on this earth. I've been to hundreds of churches. I've met hundreds of people. I've traveled to almost every state except for Alaska and Hawaii. And I'm going to tell you something right now. It can be a struggle when you're broken. Brokenness is something that everybody goes through. But how do we deal with that brokenness? Do we hold it in? Do we let it all build up? Do we run to addictions? Do we run to alcohol or porn? Do we run and find a try and 
do we run and try to find love in all the wrong places? So my testimony here is I am the one that has had the challenges of letting things build up. So if someone hurt me, say, usually it was Christians by name only. Baby Christians have to grow. And that's why we need discipleship. We not only need to be saved, be baptized in the spirit, be baptized with water, but we need discipleship. We need, we need mentors to help us grow. Otherwise, us in the body of Christ is continually hurt each other. And I want to ask for forgiveness for anyone that I may have hurt. A lot of my connections are with people who are business owners and entrepreneurs and Christian networkers. Even though we have products out there, we have things we want to do to help people. Do not pressure your brother or sister to buy something. Try to help them. Don't pressure them. Say, this is what I have available in my business. If you can afford it, good. If you can't, I pray that you will in the future. But don't be a jerk. That's gross. Christians by name only. Watching your language, watching your attitude. You know, it's all in the Bible. It's, uh, I've met so many and then you just got to pray because we're all not perfect. All of us have fallen short of the glory of God. All of us have sinned. This is where love comes in. You really have to lean in on God morning and night. My day is not complete unless I hear it from the Lord morning, noon, and night. I'm always consciously in prayer. If I'm not, I'm in a bad mood. And I don't want to be there because I want to always have my heart open and walk in love. And not let things build up and close up because I have attention. I have had the tendency to run away and close up. And then what happens once things build, 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 and build? I have witnesses to this, some close friends and family. Somebody just says things the wrong way, boom, snap. I'm about ready to drop kick you. And bushed in your face. <laughs> Jesus, like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. That reminds me of also where Jesus talks about in the last days, you have to pick up your sword. To me, I got the wisdom and revelation of that. And I looked up the Strong's on the definition of what he was actually saying. Is that um, in the last days, we have to have defend our family. And, you know, you don't want intruders coming in. And you and your kids, your three-year-old, your six-year-old at home, is at home. And then come in and just stamp all over you and kill you. You know what I'm saying? You have to have self-defense for your family that's not that's different than going out and saying if somebody wants to slap you or spit on you or if you become a martyr for Christ's sake 
you have your reward for that. But also, he does. God does not want us to be cast out pearls before swine, and not. He doesn't want. That means he wants us to love with boundaries and not be trampled on. So if someone tries to come up in your house, you have to be the strong man. Don't let, let them take away the strong man and destroy the whole house. And there's scriptures on that. You have to ask God for wisdom and revelation on that. The Holy Spirit will get, give you wisdom and revelation. We cannot survive on this earth without the Holy Spirit. Thank God. Holy Spirit, who is God? Thank you. For guiding us and leading us. So all of this is love. So love is. That's another thing that Jesus has shown me. You love. And you love with boundaries. There's another scripture. Talking about loving. People. Don't get so caught up. Lest you fall. Mm-hmm. So that's where the boundaries when You don't want to fall. You don't want to get oppressed and depressed. And trampled on so much that you can't do your job for the kingdom. Moving on. Seeking not its own is not provoked, taking not account of evil. So you want to see the importance of others. What are what are you needing? How can I help you? You know, that's me. How is your day? How is your family? How is your children doing? You know. It is not provoked, taking not account of evil. It means when I get built up, I don't need to go off and be angry and be provoked. And it's taking no account of evil is very common in marriages. Your spouse did something three months ago. They asked for forgiveness. You forgave them. But then the enemy, the devil, tries to put these negative thoughts in your head and you're like, well, this is what you did three months ago. I don't know. I can't trust you. You know, you need to get it together. No, we have to let it go. And sometimes it hurts to let it go. That's love, letting it go. We rejoice not in the unrighteous, verse 6, but rejoiceth in the truth. Don't be backbiting, rejoicing that somebody's fallen, unrighteous. Oh, girl. Mm-mm, look at her hair. Mm, look at her fatness. Look at her face. I don't care. I care about being about, about my father's business. Mm. Doing my father's business. But rejoice in the truth. Bear all things. Verse 7. Believeth all things, hopeth all things, enduring all things. We have to bear one another up and encourage one another. Verse 8. This is how you don't fail. Physically, spiritually, financially, in your soul. Lord, bless the souls out there. Bless the souls. You don't fail. 
Even when someone hurts you, accuses you, abuses you, you go through ups and downs. You're not perfect. You got that financial problem. Whew. You got bills, dude. You got people in your life trying to take advantage of you. You're trying to manage and struggle it all. You don't fail by always walking in love, always keeping that intention in your back of your mind. I need to love. Father, how do I love? How do I forgive? How do I repent? I need to repent and turn from my wicked ways. How do I get through this? Lord, help me get through this. God is your provider, your protector, your friend. He provides protection. You are accepted in his family. Verse 8. And also, the vengeance is the Lord's. He's not an angry God, but there is a law of sowing and reaping. So if you sow something, you think you're getting away with it. Hey, hey, I got the money getting away. No. Mm-mm. You will reap that harvest as a law of sowing and reaping. He's not an angry God, but he does chase his children. And when he chases you, and keeps you on the path that he has written for you. Jesus has written as your life written in a book. It can hurt sometimes because all of that stuff that's not lined up with what he has for you gets burnt off. Whether here or in the next life. Come on now. Love never faileth. Verse 8, but whether there be prophecies, they shall be done away. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether they be knowledge, it shall be done away. I'm going to go ahead and read verse 9 13. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect come, Jesus, Lord Jesus, come perfectly. Glorious. That which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I felt as a child. I thought as a child. But I had to grow up in Jesus. Now that I have become a man, woman, I have put away childish things. But now we see in the mirror darkly. But then face to face. Now I know in part. But then shall I know fully. Even as also I was fully known. God reveals all things to us. Blessed ones. But now. If. Abide in faith, hope, love, these three, and the greatest of these is love. Now that we talked about the blood of the Lamb, let's talk about overcoming with our testimony. That means I'm going to love with transparency. So let's go 
to Revelation, Revelation 12, 11. And they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they love not their life even unto death. So my testimony has a lot of supernatural experiences in it. Go watch Jesse Duplantis' testimony, My Testimony of Heaven on YouTube. I posted the link and it confirms a lot of things that I have experienced. For example, well, let's start where he talks about God is merciful. He talks about um, how people who accepted Jesus but didn't do what they called, they were called to do. They made it to heaven, but when they were in the line to see Abba Father, they were pulled aside by the angels to go drink from the river so they could learn lessons. Because we continue our life. We continue learning. We continue from glory to glory, starting here on earth once we decide to walk in the kingdom of heaven. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so the Bible says we sit in heavenly places. I It was confirmed by a prophet that in my heavenly place, I was crowned as queen of mercy. Yes. There was a lot of witnesses there when it when this happened. And I was like, well, that's awesome. And maybe this is because I have forgiven and shown mercy to my rapist. So if you've been raped or abused, I've been there. And you can reach out to me. That's why I'm called to do what I'm doing. So Jesus allow me to remember the pre-existence in which I accepted my calling. Jesse Duplantis also talks about this in his testimony. Uh, he mentions a description of when we come out of the creator and what happens when we come out of the creator and we go and we want to fulfill our journey. Uh, Jesus has written for us. He has written our journey in the book, which is also in the Bible. So um, this is a confirmation of my memory of the preexistence of Jesus, Jesus asking who would do Luke 4, 18. There we go. Which is the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He had sent me to proclaim release to captives and recovering of sight to the blind to set them at liberty them that are bruised. Who's going to go help the poor? Who's going to go help the widows and the orphans? The poor in spirit. And I remember saying I will go. And in the picture, the things that I picture, what was happening there, 
it's very similar to how Jesse described of when we came out of the creator. So the second experience of heaven, praise the Lord. Lord bless you. Was when I hemorrhaged from being raped at seven years old. My heart stopped and I went to heaven and God brought me back. So, while spending many years in bitterness and anger and trying to deal with PTSD, which Jesus has healed me of, the Holy Spirit continually guided me to keep my eyes on Christ. I continually looked for love in all the wrong places until Finally, I didn't want to live a life of fornication anymore. I walked away from an unmarried relationship and started seeking Christ. I started to keep my eyes on Christ. Here is a picture of what I did when I made this decision. I'll post a picture later in the link. I moved back home, went to parish, started studying to become a nun. Girl, yes, started studying to become a nun. <laughs> but God had other plans. During the 30 days of my study, I met my husband, and through a few confirmations, we both heard the Lord and got married. Yes, overcoming by our testimony. I'm overcoming by my testimony today, folks. For you ladies and fellas out there wanting to get married, God wants you to put him first. He wants to be your one thing, then he will give you your main squeeze, okay? <laughs> well, let's wrap up here. If you want to give your tithes and offerings to help me in my calling, you can donate to Biblical Wellness Ministries at businessboosters.site. Malachi 3 talks about curses and blessings of giving. Well, I want to tell you right now, we are that are in Christ are not in the curse. We're not in the curse. We are under the blessings. The blessings, which are, if you choose to give, Luke 6, 38, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. Shall they, shall they give unto my bosom, your bosom? For with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. Now, I bore witness to this. And giving tithes. Doors were open. Now, people say, oh, we're not under law, we're under grace. So the law is the curse. Grace is the blessing. So you, when you study scripture, you have to really differentiate between the two and ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and revelation in these matters. So doors were opened when I gave tithes. Um, it may not have been money-wise, but career-wise, and also, and also the devour was rebuked. I have a lot of interesting stories about that. 
especially when I was willing to be a good steward of my money and learn how to budget. <laughs> Amen. So I say all of that to say this. The Lord bless and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. Amen.